You're listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we firmly believe that love is the answer and we are spreading it like wildfire. You're invited to come spend time with us in authentic connection, growth, reflection, and celebration. Life coach, author, and speaker, Abigail Gazda, will be sharing amazing humans living their hearts unleashed to inspire you to do the same. You will hear from men, women, and young people from all industries sharing their insights and inspiration as they have paved their way to their fullest lives. Here at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. So if you are ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. All right, you guys, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, and I am so excited to share this wonderful man with you, this powerful man with you. Don Falsett is a keynote speaker and speaker coach. Now, I'm going to share a little bit about how I know him, but I really want to give you the deets on him. He is a best-selling author and has been to hell and back. He is a military veteran and previously a police officer with 10 years of experience in the in corporate leadership. And so he really is, I mean, when you see this man on stage, he literally commands presence. And so he is the CEO of Think, React, and Lead, which is a company dedicated to pushing people past their limiting beliefs. Y'all know how much I love those limiting beliefs. And he really helps them to bridge the gap between their mind and their heart for increased success. So as you can tell, just based on that intro, why he is on the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we're going to do some bridging. We are going to do some success conversation. And I really want him to share the, the concept behind command presence because who he is does command presence. And I met Dom uh, last year, last year. It's been a, it's been a minute. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, we always run into each other in the speaker circuit, seeing each other, speaking on stage, just really uh, rocking the show. And, you know, I love what you do. So we're going to jump right in with it, Don. Thank you for being here. Thank of course. You Thanks for, for the invite. Oh, yeah. No, no problem. So give us a little bit of background because um, you're very different than anybody I've ever had on the show. So tell us, tell us, the, <laughs> tell us the history story first. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's awesome. Love, love it. it. Good. So I'm, I, I am an ex-cop. I am prior military. Uh, I spent, so I was Air Force K-9 and I got out of military and then I became a cop and I did that for a few years and then I jumped into the corporate space. You've mentioned several times command presence and that's something I live by. And I would say a portion of it stemmed from what you learn in the military. Uh, some of it came from how I was raised. I'm a firstborn. And there are certain requirements. Um, I was born in Arkansas, but I grew up in California. There are just certain requirements of a firstborn male that require me to stand up for myself, my siblings, my parents on around, doing the same thing for my country when I joined the military, and then doing the same thing for my city. I was a cop in Jackson, Mississippi. I say the bulk of it came from when you – I used to serve warrants. You kick in the door. It's, it sounds way cooler it looks cooler on television, not that cool in person because it's scary. Yeah. Uh, I was a lot younger then, so I wasn't afraid. But you kick in the door. Intel tells you that there's, I don't know, three people inside. Uh, but when you kick in the door, you breach the door, whatever verbiage you need to use. 
there's more than three people. There's like five or six people. Yeah. And in that moment, I didn't, I never had the luxury of saying, Hey, I'm gonna press pause or, Hey guys, sorry. Um, I see that there's more than anticipated. <laughs> continue doing what you're doing. I will be right back with some backup. Like you can't do that. Yeah. And I remember one time I, uh, I pulled on scene and I somehow forgot my gun. Like, I don't know if I left it in roll call, but it wasn't on me. And, and there's a ways, there's ways cops stand and you feel the gun on your, on my shoulder or on, on my elbow. Yeah. And I didn't feel my gun and command presence. Like how I c- commanded with my voice, how I stood with my shoulders back. I looked like I was going to just take somebody out inside. Yeah. I was afraid. Now, obviously I don't, I'm not kicking in doors anymore, but I convey that command presence Mm-hmm. everything that I do today. Yes. I love that because, well, so first off, you don't know what you're walking into that alone. Like we're going to bring that in about life and entrepreneurship okay. and all the fun of stuff, course. but I can't speak enough about command presence because of just who you are. You, you totally do. And I'm going to really nail this one in because I think it's so important, especially with the hearts unleashed podcast, it's really to encourage people to uh, unleash their heart. So a lot of times when people are drawn to this podcast or the coaching work, right? right. We don't exactly command presence yet. We haven't learned that skill or that tactic in life or in business. So what really you said being the firstborn male, I mean, I'm a firstborn female, so I totally get that. There's right. just this like responsibility that gets instilled. What really um, conditioned you at, like, I get the firstborn male, but what happened in life? Where did you start to learn that? What shifted in there? How did it come to be? You know, I, uh, I, I, I think in, in, in life, and this is anybody who's listening, it's never one thing. Mm-hmm. It's when you really get dialed in with your hurts, your hopes, your dreams, your wins, your lacks, your haves, your nots, right? You get in dialed in with all of that and you actually unleash your heart. Mm-hmm. Then you get to pull against your life. You get to pull what you get to utilize for that day or even for that hour, even for that minute, right? Yeah. And you command presence doesn't mean that you have, you're, you're having a great day. You could have a sorry day and it happens, right? Every, you might have a great day on Monday and a crappy day on Tuesday. Okay, whatever. You're not dead. Yeah. And command presence is, you know what? I don't feel like getting out of bed. I'm just going to get out of bed. I don't need to know what I'm going to do yeah. the moment I get up. I just need to get my butt out of bed. Command mm-hmm. presence is, and I, I, I use it in relationships, right? As a male, do I always like my wife? No, there's like 1% of the time that she gets under my skin, right? It's a relationship. That's just how that works. But command presence is not, not engaging the adverse emotion aspect. It's like, you know what? Suck it up, buttercup. It's okay. You're in a relationship. You're supposed to have things go wrong. It's not perfect. Get off of social media and just have a conversation with your spouse. (laughs) And and I strongly believe that a person can't lead from outside of their home without first leading inside their home. So command presence has to be authentic, right? You have to be able to be who you are through and through. So the way I am on social media, the way I am on stage is the exact same way I am, you know, at my kid's soccer game or the grocery store. Yes. Right. It's my son says, daddy, stop walking like a man. Why do you walk like that? And I, I, I have a very strong presence when I walk, but I walk into a room, like I need to be noticed. One, for selfish reasons, it validates <laughs> little existence and it makes me feel wonderful inside. Two, 
like you're not going to not recognize me when I walk in. You're not going to, you may not verbally acknowledge me, but physically you're going to acknowledge me. Yes. And I think that's very important. And I think so many people, not I think, I know, so many people don't even think about command presence. They show up, no eye contact, because that's what they're accustomed to. Shoulders slumped, that's what they're accustomed to. Like Kevin Hart says, say it with your chest. Yeah. Stand up tall, stand up straight. And <laughs> it's it's so important that you, you you take stock in who you are before you leave your, your home yeah. to engage that. I absolutely love it. You dropped so many gems here. And so I love like the self-awareness piece is what I heard when you started, you're talking about knowing yourself, owning yourself, and then not engaging with any negative self-talk. Absolutely vital. And the way being the same way you are everywhere in life, like we don't do that or, you know, not, I'm kind of the collective we here, you know, so exactly. But, um, the way get off of social media you said the, like don't be one way on social media and then the other way in life or at the grocery store or the sun soccer yeah. game badass conversation because we're not doing that and because it's mostly subconscious really right oh, yeah, it totally is yeah because we're not even sure of ourselves so i really want to speak to that self-awareness okay. um how what our self-talk so get give me a little bit of info about how you talk to yourself it's um so the way I talk to myself is faucet suck it. I use my last name because the military everything's last name. Faucet suck it up. Um, you're a man. Don't be a you know. And I use some words for myself. Yeah. Like, I don't curse. I don't. I would never say this to people. Yeah. Um, it beats getting shot at. That's another one of my phrases that I oh. um, get dialed in. Right. Mm-hmm. There's something that I, I ask myself when I'm tired. What else can you do? And I, I tell myself out loud, yo, Fawcett, you're not doing enough, mm-hmm. right? And I've done that most of my, I'd say not most of my life, the last five or six years. Mm-hmm. I take it back the last 10, 10 years. So, and I literally just did a video that I haven't posted yet. And that's what I was having upload on my phone, but it's having the idea, right? But that's 1%. Then there's the work. And that's why most people don't, their ideas don't come to fruition because they don't want to do the work. They don't want to implement. But even with the work, right? Like I'm a speaker, you're a speaker. Um, I'm a speaker's coach. I could easily speak on stage and uh, coach people to speak on stage Well, and stop. That's a business model in itself. But then there's, what else can I do? So the what else is I have a product and a service. Why would I, I'm not going to write about it on social media. People don't like to read. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to do videos, but people are afraid of doing videos because they don't like being judged. Mm-hmm. But I have found that <clears throat> doing videos, like I posted last year on Instagram, 712 times, it's twice a day, every day, the entire year, yeah. right? Because I wanted it bad, right? Even when I was tired. And then you do the videos, do your videos on Instagram, uh, on Facebook, on LinkedIn and YouTube, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Is, is it taxing? Yes. But what does that lead me into to this year? I asked myself again, Dom, Fawcett, what else can you do? Okay. You've been on Fox, you've been on NBC, CBS local TV, you've been on radio. What about your own TV show? Like what else? Now I'm like five levels deep. What else can you do? Well, yeah. I, I guess I can try to find a way to get them, have my own radio show. And I met a guy in Texas who actually lives in Arizona who has his own radio show. He's like, yeah, dude, when we get back, let me know. I'll get you a show. And now I have the Think React the radio show. Uh, it airs Wednesday nights at, at 9 p.m. to 10 p.m. Perfect. The Don Fawcett TV show, which I'm gotten four in the container now for episodes that'll launch it in April. But yes, it takes a lot of <laughs> energy to do this. But this is where the diet comes into play, right? This is for, you know what? Forget the diet. Let's just be real. This is where the relationship with your 
people in your home come into play. So say you live with your parents. All right, so if you're living with your parents and you are not paying any sort of like anything, like you're an idiot, you're selfish, right? It, you should be, especially if you're a dude, and I don't get down with all the feminine energy and all that jazz. Like if you're a dude and your mom is letting you stay at her house, you should be buying her a gift every paycheck, something five or 10 bucks, just showing that you appreciate her. You should be at least taking on a bill. I don't care if you're going to school and working, like you're living for free. If you are if you are over 18, 19, if you're over 19 living for free, if you're out of high school, command presences, sacking it up, and I'm not talking about lunch, and paying for some things. Like man up a little bit, why? Because that's gonna prepare you as a dude to effectively treat a woman the way a woman needs to be treated and mm. not think that you have a handout all the time. And it, you know what, it goes both ways. If you're a woman living at home, like show some love because out in the world, it, it like stuff is hard. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where command presence starts. Command starts, it starts in your bedroom. Now, mm-hmm. if you're a homeowner, you have a family, command presence starts with you having dialed in conversations with your spouse. In your personal life, you need to have non-negotiables. Like I don't let people treat me any kind of way. If you're in business, stop taking free phone calls. That's mm-hmm. command presence. My phone calls cost, they're $97. And it's a guaranteed 30 to 45 minutes. Why? Because I know what the heck I'm doing, right? And I know for a fact that when I talk to somebody on the phone, they're going to leave that conversation with the ability to make you know, money that day specific mm-hmm. to their business. I've talked people off the ledge, right? And I did as a cop, but now I do as well from a, a business perspective. And I, and, and I don't mean to be so winded, but you asked a question and I got I'm going to stop there. <laughs> no, you know what? I love it because you really did come around to it being in the home. It's starting in the home. Like, and, um, yeah. Oh my God. So, so much long winded, so many gems in that. I loved it, but really just starting with yourself, starting mm-hmm. in the home, right? really. And I, I want to call you old school. I, you're not old, but like, I love, yeah, and it is, is that like, if, especially Many of the listeners are in the millennial generation right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they are, they may be living at home. They didn't like, I know when I moved out because what you move, get after college, you move back home for feet wet and then you get started or it's that, that's a new norm right now. And so it was like, what's that? I said, it's totally okay. Yeah. Just pay your, like, like show love to the people that are providing at least a roof over your head. And you don't got to pay for that. Like, just yeah. show some love. Yeah, for sure. And I love that it, it, the way that you're laying it down to it is exactly what I see of you on social media. You're just laying down truths and it's like, oh, burn. Oh, burn. <laughs> it stings a little bit. But it's you know like, what? I would rather your, your audience listen to me talk to them now yeah. than them get a job and not know how to show up, right? right. So I, I do coach ex- executives and, and some of the struggles that I've seen junior executives have is getting into that, that ADP, so assistant vice president role, the president role. And what it's about is what have you done over the last two years? How do you show up? Can you show up to work not moody? I've seen many people get, and I, I've been the guy that gets upset when somebody cuts me off, mm-hmm. but then I became a cop. Mm-hmm. and. I pulled over a guy one time who cut, just radically cut somebody off, pulled him over, and I asked him, you know, why, why'd you do that? He said, I'm rushing to the hospital to go see my daughter be- before they pull her off life support. Yeah. So the next time somebody cuts you off, like, you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. 
And as long as it didn't hit you, you're good. Like, keep moving, right? The yeah. command presence is who you are in your emotional space. Can mm-hmm. you just show up and not get offended or affected by everybody? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's just, and you've seen it. You're a strong woman. And, and you've, now that you've been around a little bit, you know, you see people on social media and they act real funny when you meet them in person. You're like, oh, like I thought you were cooler than that. Yeah. And it's that's because they don't know who they are. Yeah. And yeah. you may not figure out who you are until you're in your mid thirties. Heck, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I just turned 30. I, I put that damn badge of honor on. Like, let me. <laughs> I'm grown. Yeah, seriously. Like, because I've been a life coach for three years now. And there are the, seriously people who just said, I, I'm not going to hire you. There's no way at age 27 you can you can help me. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, well, the thing is, I've done that work. There's more There's yeah. more work to do. And I, I th- really want to speak to that because, you know, millennial or or any generation really it's about the inner work that you're doing and the way that you treat yourself. I love what you said about, can you not show up to work moody? Like, can you not be impacted by, you know, the way that today went and really just show up for your work? So I want to speak because there's a lot of employees, but then there's people who are dreaming about being entrepreneurs and <laughs> employers, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Don't, don't, don't. If you have a job, don't, don't jump into entrepreneurship. I'm going <laughs> to... Let's talk about that. (laughs) So if you have a job, don't jump into entrepreneurship. Don't don't leave your job to do it. This is and I'm going to give you the step by step way you to do it so that you know you're ready to leave your job. Mm -hmm. You have a job on average, 40 hours a week. Let's just use a normal work day. You have to be at work at nine. You get off at five, six o'clock. You get up. You do your routine, whatever your routine is, right? Say you get up at six, which is a six or seven o'clock. It's a very average time. Get up, get up at six, go to the gym, get your workout in, get it done. Read a book. Don't jump into your business. Like just leave it alone. Prepare yourself for the day. Get to work in your Sunday's best. Like I don't have a degree, but I was leading people at a couple companies that I, I've worked for that, that had doctorates mm-hmm. right they had double masters why i don't know but it was because <laughs> I, my command presence is what got me the positions <clears throat> and, and i know how to interview it's all communication but go to work happy walk in go to your cubicle go to your your bay wherever you go show up with a smile because you're alive your heart's beating everything else you'll deal with that when you get home now that you're you're at work you're doing your thing your day's gonna end you drive home When you get home, so whatever you did in the morning, for example, you wake up, so I'll wake up, I'll shower, I'll shave, and I'll start my day. Go home, now it's five, six six o'clock, lay down in your bed for about 10 minutes. Take off all your clothes, lay down, or however you would normally go to bed, lay down, wake up, do the routine over again. So Mm -hmm. by now it's about 6.30, 5.30, 6.30, somewhere around there. If you shower, hop, take a quick shower. If you shave, shave. Now you've let your body know and your emotional space know and your mind know that it's morning, that you're, and your body gets refreshed. <clears throat> you don't even need coffee. If you're a coffee drinker, I wouldn't, you know, you don't need to, but, and then now put on, put on work clothes. So whatever you would normally wear to work, put those on. If you're a mechanic and you have to wear those kind of clothes, like put on something that you would want to be seen in from a business perspective, whatever your business is. Mm-hmm. Go to your office. Say you don't have an office. Maybe you go to Starbucks. Maybe you go to a working center. Or maybe you just use your kitchen table like I did. Mm-hmm. And then you start working. 
you, by the time you pull your head up, you'll realize it's like 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. And now don't call it a side hustle. You have a full-time job and you're a full-time entrepreneur. You get two days in one. Yes. And now that you've done this, do that for about, I'd say six months to a year. I remember that I, I was going to quit my job because I couldn't take it, whatever. <laughs> my dad says, look, you have three or four clients. You have a couple speaking engagements here and there. You work for 40, 50 hours a week. If you can't handle all of that, you'll never be able to handle being a millionaire. He's like, trust me, I know. Mm. I said, wow, okay, well, I'm not quitting today. <laughs> I didn't quit. I doubled down. I wrote a book, became a best-selling author. I started a podcast, right? I did all of these things working. And then I looked at my company differently. I looked at them from a branding perspective. Like they spent a lot of money on branding. And I looked at all the things that they did. And I started mirroring some of those things on a very minute scale. Uh, but I started mirroring those things in my own business. And then it just got to a point where my boss said, you know what, Don, like you're, you're like in the corporate space, if you have 2000 followers, you are famous. <laughs> like in entrepreneur space, you have 2000, you're like a loser. No, you're not. But that it's, you guys get, that came out wrong. Anyways, you think. I'd, no, I totally get it. Yeah. But it's in so the corporate space, like, oh it my gosh, so you're famous. <laughs> so it's. Yep. That's yeah. how you do that. And then when you, when you are spent, push 10% more, and when you feel like you just can't breathe, hold your breath five minutes longer, and then that's when you leave. And stop asking people, should you leave your job? Don't ask. You'll know. Oh my. Even if they say yes, when you fail, because the moment you leave, you're going to fail. I lost all my clients within 30 days after I left my job. Kicked in the teeth, but thank God for dentures. That's right. Oh, oh, I want to pause you there because I want to talk about first off, hell yeah to everything you said did that double down did the thing it'll test you if you want to really be an entrepreneur that's for sure. But the fact that like, people just think, Oh, damn it. What did you say? Oh, I lost it. Oh, I said, stop asking people for permission. to yeah. leave. Yeah, stop yeah. asking people, should I leave my job? The answer is no. I mean, if you if you have to ask, yeah, no, you don't have to ask to eat. You don't have to ask to go take a dump. That came out wrong. You don't have to ask to go to the bathroom, right? You don't have to ask to breathe. You yeah. do these things because your body says do them. Yes. Start and understanding your body. Yeah. Way too many people are out there looking externally and they want that permission. They want like, yes, do it. Yes, do it. But it, that doesn't command presence. It doesn't no. command presence at all. It's like, you know, internally and you're really just needing that approval or that whatever. Validation. Yep. And if you've really done the work, like you're talking about, if you've really put in the work and you know, you're doubling down, you know, you're working your butt off, you know, you've done everything you can. Right. It's almost, oh, I got it. You talked about, you left your job and you lost all your clients. Yeah. I okay. want to, I want to normalize this because there are so many people who think about maybe kind of sort of leveling up and then something gets tough and they're like, Nope, wasn't meant to be. Oh, that's my sign. Not, not to. Oh I yeah bullshit so much bullshit because it's like it is like clockwork that when you level up shit goes awry oh like, no like feces hit the oscillating <laughs> rotor the moment you decide to do something epic like that happens every, every single time without I left, fail i mean it i left my job and i lost my i lost all my clients two speaking agreement contracts like it fell through my mom goes in the hospital two months later my buddy dies I had to put my dog down and not to make it sound like a country song, but that's, that's called life, right? 
you're going to get kicked in the teeth. You're supposed to yeah. get kicked in the teeth. Now, what you do to stay out of the comfort zone is what prepares you for getting knocked out, right? And I tell people, I don't, I wouldn't suggest this. I do it for me. I'm dialed in a little bit differently. But when, you're, when your eyes open up, whether they open up at 2.15 in the morning or 3 in the morning or even 7 in, in the morning, to me, that's my bot. That's God's way of saying, hey, bro, it's time to get up. And if, if I'm struggling, I'll just throw on my, my sneakers, my shorts, and I'll go for a run, a quick mile run, nothing crazy. But I get out and get some oxygen in, in my system. And mm -hmm. so I'm not tired. But while I'm out doing my thing, staying out of the comfort zone, mm -hmm. my mind is flooded with ideas. Mm -hmm. like the, the way I got the TV show, right, you, you got to show up. This is how I got the TV show. I signed up for some mastermind uh, with my buddy Jason Cisneros. And I got real dialed in on understanding my numbers in my business. So I was like, okay. And I asked myself, Fawcett, what else can you do? Go to a tax class. There was a local tax class, went to the tax class, boring as I don't know what, still don't know like what I learned. But there's a lady that I met there and I had my Ducati jacket on because I rode my bike because I was late. So I had, to get, I had to cut my time in half. And she's like, hey, I used to ride Ducatis in my 20s. She's like 50. But we started talking and I found out she owns a broadcasting company. Mm -hmm. She says, let me get, help you get a TV show. She said, look, just, just cover the cost of this, like crazy cheap. Because to do it normally costs 10 to 20 grand. Yeah. I did it for 10% of that. Yeah. Um, just because she liked me. I showed up like a boss. Yeah. Like a boss. There's no team boss. Anyways, <laughs> but I showed up and she gave me that opportunity. Mm. And then from that opportunity, somebody was like, hey, Dom, I, you know, I saw you. Why don't you do a radio show? And mm. I got you covered. Like it won't cost that much, but it will cost. And what I've noticed in my business, when you go to an event, like Pete, I don't think about it because one of the phrases I use for myself is if Diddy could do it, Dom can do it. That's just <laughs> something that I say to myself because my man's everywhere. Right. And I've been watching him since the nineties. Yeah. Some of your listeners weren't even born then, but it's <laughs> understanding that you can always do more. You got to put in the work and what you think is work ain't work. If you're not making money on it, it's a hobby, mm -hmm. right? Yep. And there's nothing wrong with being a hobbyist, but how long are you going to allow that to be part of your makeup? Mm -hmm. Stop looking for mentors and pay for a coach. Yes. Right? yes. The first time I paid for a coach, I didn't have the money, but I was like, yeah. you know what? What am I willing to give up? I, I don't have cables. I don't watch TV. Mm -hmm. I'll eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, right? I don't need abs anyway. Right? <laughs> Nobody sees them, right? Yeah. It's what am I willing to give up? And then what am I willing to get dialed in on? And when somebody gives you feedback, men, sack it up. Stop getting your feelings hurt because somebody gets you. I'll put it to you like this. You know what started like really got me fired up in this journey? Two things. Somebody connected me with uh, like somebody who's big in, in our industry. And my first five minute phone conversation with him of a seven minute phone conversation, he says, <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't work with you. Your, your brand's not big enough. Mm. I don't say to that. You know, that 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 got me that made me think like how do i yeah. make my yeah. brand big enough right and my brand still isn't big enough everything is touch points i don't care what business anybody is in it's touch points if you can be on radio be on radio if you can do a podcast do a podcast if you can use instagram linkedin's uh facebook twitter and and all so each portion has like three portions to it ig ig tv ig front facing ig story right then there's all there's youtube wherever you can be and then when 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 you are being so when you show up, I went to the gym last night and I typically will wear one of my shirts when I go to the gym. Mm. But uh, there's a, a guy who follows me who's a sales manager at the BMW dealership. But he's like, dude, you look good everywhere you go. 
Exactly. <laughs> because you never know when you can run into a client. And, and I know you've experienced this. How many times have you had somebody reach out to you after you know they've been watching you for two or three years on, show, on social media oh, yeah. and then yeah. say, you know what, I'm willing to hire, I'll, I'm gonna hire you now. Yeah, yep. Literally just happened on Friday, actually. A college friend calls me, she's like, I've been knowing I'm gonna work with you and I just been hiding out and I started calling people out like, I know you're there, so let's go, let's go. And it just, there, there's, it's so, in the, especially our industry, it's like they want that proof. And you know, it actually uh, speaks to something you were saying earlier about you showed up somewhere, you got the opportunity, you showed up the next place, you got the opportunity. And some people would try to convince themselves that's quote unquote, lucky. Let's call <laughs> I see no. your face over there. Y'all got the audio, but he's making faces over here. So talk about this uh, quote unquote luck and how that, how absolutely erroneous it is. <laughs> so let's, let, let's talk about opportunities. How many times have any of you seen somebody, because it's not your audience, they don't get down like that, but seeing somebody get an opportunity and they go all in on that one opportunity. Then that opportunity doesn't come through and then they, they get all sad. And I guess nowadays they, everybody likes to throw around the word depressed, right? No, you're just sad mm -hmm. because you're stuck at the one thing that you were trying to do. Let me explain to you what an opportunity does. An opportunity only exists to show you that you're worth it. And I'm gonna repeat that. An opportunity only exists to show you that you're worth it and to show you that the world values the thing that you're bringing to this earth. Now, with that, should light a fire on you, freaking, excuse me, should light a fire on you, but. Yeah. And you should, from that one, so that's the, that's the nucleus. From that one opportunity, you should go create two or three different opportunities. And the reason for creating two or three different opportunities that are in line with that one opportunity, case in point, somebody, you have an opportunity to apply to a job. Okay, that the world's letting you know, or God's letting you know, somebody's letting you know that, you know what, we wanna give you some more money and let you get in on this job. Go apply to three or four different jobs at the same pay scale, right? And, and at different companies. So when that one opportunity doesn't come through, you've already put in the work to get these other jobs. And when you have more offers, guess what? You learn how to negotiate your salary. So in business, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. I was offered and I learned this from this. I had the opportunity or the opportunity came to me to speak on stage with Eric Thomas. This was a year and a half ago when I got into the business. And I was all excited about it, but I bought the step and repeat. I got all the little stanchions that had my little face on there. And I got all the swag. I got all the things. Then the guy, then it, just, it never came through. But guess what? I was ready for the next opportunity. So two weeks yeah. later, I get the opportunity to speak in San Diego, bro, or do that, bro. At <laughs> It's, I had the seven repeat, I had all the things. So when I showed up to my first like major speaking event, I mean, I had my Ducati in front of the seven repeat, people were sitting on it, speaker, like I, I don't know the speaker industry that well. I, they were hating on me, like who's this dude? He came out of nowhere because I literally came out of nowhere. Like I've never done this before. And this was 18 months ago. <laughs> yeah. 
So showing up when, when the stuff falls through, all of a sudden you're prepared for the next one. Like if people would just, I really want to nail that one home because there's too many times where they take like a half ass swing and they, something goes wrong. They're trying to level up, have a tough time. And they're like, Oh, it wasn't meant to be. I guess I should back out. And after one try or one failure or one, no, that's a, Oh, that is so <laughs> yep, um, so I want you to kind of tell us a little bit about your your was that no I said it, it it happens I'm tracking what you're laying down where are you yeah yeah for sure so I want you to tell us a little bit more about your company think react lead like yeah. what that's about and how that ties right in here because you're talking about not showing up to work grumpy about being able to hear no or have a failure and keep on moving so tell us about what think react lead really represents the slogan of Think React Lead is think as an executive, react like a soldier and lead. And if you do that and you do a gut check or, or a self-assessment a couple times a day, like every two or three hours, am I thinking like an executive? You don't have to be an executive to think like one. Am I reacting like a soldier? So uh, thinking as an executive, let's just use 100% skill. That's about 10% of the equation, right? You, 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 you spend some time thinking about what it is that you're going to do, but you just make a decision. And now the decision is made to do it. Now you implement. Now reacting like a soldier, you know, we've all watched the movies if, if your audience hasn't served, but when you're on a mission and you got to react like a soldier, like you, you're not just reacting to one thing. You're reacting to elements. You're reacting to surprises. You're reacting to so many things, but you're reacting off of training, not emotions. And I'd like to say that's about 75%, right? So now you're sitting at 85% of the 100% equation and the leading aspect of it is the rest. It's leading, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less, phrased by or quote by John Maxwell, but you learn how to just push, walk, one foot in front of the other, and you show up. So what does being a leader look like? You're, you're just an influencer. You're influencing those around you in a positive nature right? Not letting your emotions get the best of you. So Think React Lead is, is it's a company that I created uh, because it was something that I was passionate about. It was a passion about thinking and reacting and leading. And that's everything I've done to get to where I was at the time. Um, and I've cultivated it for my, for my employees mm-hmm. for them to use. It just turned into a business. Now it's a, it's, it's a brand, right? Um, I've got my license plate on my motorcycle. It says TRL. I got my slope, my logo on my bikes and my truck, my truck vet places. Everything to me is TRL uh, or think, react, lead. And it's, it's something that I live by. And it's something that I coach my clients to. Heck, I implemented it into my son. And he's nine, right? Like he, he knows. And I used a phrase earlier. He, he would say, daddy, stop walking like a man. Like he knows what soft looks like. Yeah. And he, he lives in a very comfortable environment. I didn't grow up in the environment that I'm raising my son in. But just as an example to him, he knows what tough looks like. My wife, well, she's tough and she knows what tough looks like. So it's and I'm tougher being more dialed into my emotions today than I was when I was kicking indoors and serving warrants. Like I wasn't tough then; I was lost. But now I'm tough yeah. because I know who I am and people that are tough, yeah. like they don't consider me tough. It's just I show up as who I am. And just be comfortable being every version. Yep. That's extremely important. 
that is your oh this is a great spot where you, you landed us because who you mentioned it earlier is about who you're being and i really hear that with think react lead too like leading is the last piece of the equation who how are you being how are you thinking how are you reacting and it's all about who you be more than what you do be tough right. be command presence and so yeah but being requires you being willing to be every piece of you, every sort of you. And so you said, I would love for you to just speak a little bit more to that. Cause you said, I'm more me now than I was when I was kicking indoors. Like, so what about what the doing is who are you, like who you're being and how tapped in you are to yourself? Yeah. Like if there's a phrase that I use, <laughs> if, if you're going to be there, be there. Right. That's a phrase that I use for, for me is, and when I say be there, I, and I started using it for social media, Dom, look, if you're going to be there, be there. Like, don't just have an Instagram page and not use it. You got an Instagram page for a year and you got six posts yeah. on there. Like, that's, hor that's horrible for your brand. But it's, it's wherever I'm gonna, going to be, I'm going to be there. So if I'm watching a movie with my son and my wife, I'm going to be 100% present. Phone is going to go down, right? It's, mm -hmm. if, if I'm going to be with an, or engage with a, a, not an employee, a client, then I'm going to be there. I'm not going to be multitasking. Now, there's, I know yeah. sometimes I'm comedic. I'm a funny guy at times. And I'm okay. mm -hmm. I've learned to be okay with being that. Sometimes I'm mean to some people. I guess they think I'm mean. But, and I'm okay with that because who's to say that I'm, I can't go through something during a moment throughout the day, right? You know, you experience enough pain in life, there's gonna be times that you might smell something. Some, some scent hits your olfactory glands that reminds you of something that you dealt with in your childhood. Okay, be in that moment for a minute, understand yeah. that you're there, acknowledge it, and then move on. So that's what I'm saying, like just be every version yeah. of you. Don't be one thing because society says you gotta be that one thing. Yeah. So then what would you love to tell our listeners in practicing being? Because it sounds like, you know, it does take a lot of work. That's the inner work that's getting to know yourself, accepting yourself, then sharing yourself. So for the people in the beginning of this stage where you were when you were kicking down doors, what advice would you love to give to these people who are really learning how to be? I think it's a lifelong process. And mm -hmm. I would start by turning the TV off. Stop listening to audiobooks and actually just read a book. To me, listening to audiobooks. Mm is lazy because I've seen people, oh, I, I listened to 60 books last, or, you know, I, I read, they say, I read 60 books last year. Mm, no, because your life hasn't changed from 2017 to 2018, and now we're in 2019. So you're saying you've read 100 books. Mm, I, I doubt that, right? And people li li listen to books because they're like, well, listen to what I'm driving. How about when you come home, you just relax, you just stop, breathe, and read your book. Yeah. Read a book. Like, just, I, I have found, I just started, um, I just started meditating, uh, just having some quiet time first thing in the morning. And I hate it. I don't like it now mm -hmm. because I'm, I'm very busy and I don't do well <laughs> still. But I've learned that, you know what, Dom, if you want to live a longer life, you have to find time to be still throughout the day. And, yeah. and I, like I said, it's yeah. lifelong. Like I didn't think this way three months ago. Now, it, but I've noticed a difference mm -hmm. in my health in my sleep i mean i'm pretty naturally healthy but my my workouts are better my day starts better and you know sometimes as weird as it sounds just mm -hmm. saying it i'll throw in some meditation music just while i'm working in my office i used to throw in like rage against the machine and like just but that does nothing for like why is he mad all the time? well he starts his day with rage against the machine i don't i don't, I don't do that anymore so just relax yeah, like, yeah relax. i love that 
I think what you were sharing about, like part of who you are is to command presence, but there's also a shift into be present, Mm -hmm. like slow it down, bring it down, like tone it down. And I really love that because when you're really, there's, there's an inner peace that cannot be uh, replicated or faked or put on that when you just really do come in and channel into your, that, that intelligence, that internal intelligence, mm, irreplaceable. Yeah. So I want to start to wrap this up and just really thank you for being here and thank you for bringing this knowledge, but the, with the energy, you definitely, like I said, you're not like any other guest I've had and you've definitely proven that (laughs) true. Um, so thanks for bringing the presence. Thanks for bringing the energy and the, the true, like just laying it down and giving the truth. And I love it. I love seeing you where you are, everywhere you are. So just thanks. And you know what? Here's the pleasantry is like, thank you for your service. But I was at a military ball last year and I got this lesson from the guy who was he, the main speaker. He's like, it's, it's just bullshit. Like the world doesn't know how to thank servicemen and women for their service because it's, it's that, oh, you know, thank you for your service. That's the fast one. But really, thanks for doing the things that I don't think I could do that I, I, I don't know about kicking down a door and not knowing what I'm showing up into. I don't know about having a gun on my hip. I don't know about that world. And so thank you for who you are, what you've done, and the way that you've served us and our safety and our freedom and our country. I really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Thank you for t- taking time to say so. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, you bet. And and the way that you are in that realm and is being a serviceman, like you served us so much today with your knowledge, with your energy, with your conviction. So thank you for being who you are in entrepreneurship and on stage as well. I love it. Every time I see you, it's like seeing you brand new. So it's been, it's a fun journey. It's fun being on this journey with you. Love it. Love it. Likewise. And I I know I will see you at an event again here in the near future, I'm sure. Oh yeah. You better keep a lookout. <laughs> so hearts, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you follow Dom. Dom, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Um, I'm on, so my website, domfalsett.com. There is Instagram, domfalsett. That's D-O-M as in Mary, Fawcett, F as in Frank, A-U-S-S-E-T-T-E. Uh, Facebook, basically, and I hate to say it, just, just Google me. I mean, that's just, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> and you guys, you'll be able to find him on the website. You know, I'm already going to tag the heck out of him. That's how I, that's how I, I say, you find me one place, you find me every place. Basically. So that's what we're going to do. You guys follow Dom. He is a powerhouse. He's going to continue to inspire you if you go ahead and follow him. So make sure you speak with him, see him where he speaks and yeah, we're going to be watching. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.